future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. It's Blissin' Up. I'm your host, Rachel Lang, intuitive astrologer. Get starstruck with inspiring guests and engaging conversations. Blissin' Up starts now. Happy New Year, John. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm good. I'm great. Good to have you back. It's so good to be back. I've been away for two weeks. You have. We always miss you when you're Aww. away. They always miss you too. Aww. Always miss you, and I, I miss all my listeners. Yes, of course. We always do. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's wonderful to be back, and um, I'm so excited. It's a new year, a whole new energy, um, and uh, and and I I feel like this year is going to be pretty significant for for uh, for us. Um, you know, as a uh, like globally as mm-hmm. well as personally, there's a whole lot of energy um, this year that that's kind of symbolic change and moving forward mm. and making difference making making big differences okay. and we're gonna definitely see some of that on our show um, um, as we rebrand and kind of get get oh, kind yes. of kind of move things into a into a new place which will start rolling out right around the beginning of February when the Sun enters Aquarius ah so that's a time uh, yeah thing. Okay. definitely definitely well I'd throw a curveball for you okay uh, how often do we start a new year on a Mercury retrograde? Because here we are in Mercury retrograde again. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you can tell from John's uh, <laughs> from John's intonation how excited he is about Mercury well, retrograde. Well, you know, sometimes I love them because you do reconnect with people from your past. It's yeah. one of the good things if you're looking forward to connecting some of those people from your past. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just curious because you know. New Year, you used to focus on the new beginnings and everything, but Mercury is all about sometimes bringing the past to you to right. reflect on. Definitely. So I just, I'm, I'm like, how often have we started a new year on a, on a Mercury retrograde? Well, you know, and, and actually we're starting next year on a Mercury retrograde. Oh. Next year we'll... Two in a row. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> 2016 okay. ends with Mercury retrograde and begins, and like Mercury retrograde goes from... Oh, right. Like, I think it's December 19th all the way until the beginning of January. Yes. So, so... In some ways, we're bookending mm-hmm. this 2016 with a retrograde period. Okay. Now, for our listeners who don't know what Mercury retrograde is, I'm so glad you brought <laughs> this up because I really wanted to talk about this okay. today. Um, so Mercury is the planet of communication. It's mm-hmm. the planet of thoughts, ideas. It's also the planet that um, that that uh, tells us a lot about our communication devices and transportation, so our vehicles mm-hmm. and uh, and what gets us from point A to point B. And, and when Mercury stations retrograde, what happens is that it appears to be moving really, really slowly, and it appears to be moving backwards. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an, it, again, it's an optical illusion. And, uh, and, and during that time, it's a three-week period, and it ha- happens three to four times a year. And during that time, uh, we, Mercury's functions are magnified, mm-hmm. you know, communication is, is, is a big, is, a, is, is up for us, whether it's miscommunication and, and having to, to kind of communicate, uh, you know, uh, over, like over communicate mm-hmm. or whether it's, um, <laughs> having to, to redefine your messaging, um, in terms of, of, you know, your own personal brand, or if you're a company, how you brand yourself, um, it's, it's also a time when we might need 
upgrades to our communication devices so that we can communicate better with one another. So if you've been using an iPhone 3 or 4, you know, perhaps it's time for you to, to, to step up a, mm-hmm. a level and move up to the 6. Um, or, you know, or likewise, your computer. And so during, the, and, and Mercury also relates to, um, to details, the details mm-hmm. in our lives. And so when Mercury stations retrograde, we often have to attend to things that we might have missed in the past or, you know, read the fine print. Um, so if you're signing any documents or making any kind of major decisions, it, oh, John just posted a, a Mercury retrograde yeah, date. Thank did. you. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> sure. I love that. That's great. Um, so, so, you know, so, so Mercury functions are up for us. Mm-hmm. Now, what this, what Mercury ultimately in retrograde ultimately wants us to do is to go back and finish unfinished business, mm-hmm. whether that's having conversations that have been difficult to have, whether that's taking um, something that you've wanted to, like a project that you've had on the back burner, if you've been writing a screenplay and wanting to and haven't finished it, um, or kind of lost focus with it or felt creatively in a slump, Mercury retrograde says, okay, let's revisit that. Mm-hmm. And let's revisit the past too, past goals, past dreams, because Mercury is, um, it's stationed in, it stationed retrograde, meaning it, 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 it stopped motion and it went, started going backwards mm-hmm. um, in Aquarius, um, but it's kind of moving backwards into Capricorn. So it's like, you know, Aquarius is, is innovation, it's insight, it's, it's new ideas, and it's also a very cerebral, um, you know, uh, a very cerebral sign. And so, and so any kind of new ideas that you're wanting to implement, you have to go back and attend to details, set the stage, build a foundation with Mercury and Capricorn. Because uh, mm. Capricorn's ruled by Saturn, structure, limitation, responsibility, mm. all of those things. Well, well, it's interesting because um, I had some paperwork that apparently went missing and I had to go fill it out again because uh, it's Mercury retrograde and it's a contract that I had to sign. So I was feeling really apprehensive about doing so because I'm like, we're not supposed to sign anything during Mercury retrograde. Can we wait? Oh. You know, but then again, it was from the past. So then yeah. I was thinking maybe, well, it's tying up loose ends. Definitely. And perhaps there's a blessing in that, you well, know, little tri- trickster Mercury <laughs> was like, you're going to do it better this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe this is divine timing. Well, it's rental, and that was like, I don't know if I want to re- renew for next uh, year, but you know, well, this yeah. is covering 2014 and 15. Uh. And I was just like, okay, I'll fill it out again. But <laughs> where was it the first time? Yeah. And yeah. you know, the great thing about signing any kind of documents or doing anything under Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. is it really is a time of closure. Okay. Um, and it's, it's a time of, uh, again, finishing, completion. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so I never discourage people from signing new contracts or, or making big decisions. If they've already been in the works, Mm -hmm. a lot of times it comes to fruition. It reaches a new cycle. It, um, it's a, it's a time that, uh, that, you know, that, that you can, you can actually move things forward in a new way. And so if you've had a deal that's been pending or you've had, you know, a situation that like, if you've been trying to buy a house and it hasn't, you know, like been waiting and waiting and waiting and the, yeah. are the con- that negotiation process has been going on then you know mercury retrograde often says okay done done and done and especially because it's in capricorn so mm-hmm. it's like done done and done <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the the other thing too I'll say about uh-huh. Mercury retrograde is that it's um it's a great it's a I I personally love it. Uh-huh. Um it it's a great time to go inward and to really do some some introspective uh exploration. Mm. Uh you know journaling. Um really kind of you know uh uh you know heal like it's a healing time. Mm-hmm. And, and a spiritual upgrading and time. And a spiritual upgrading time. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. I love Carol Carolyn Casey is is uh, an astrologer I just absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she I, I listened to her lecture one time and she described it as bow as a bow and arrow. That the further back you go and the deeper in you go, the further you can shoot on the other side oh, of it. Okay. So, yes. So, uh, hit that bullseye. Yeah, hit the bullseye. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about um, uh, so today's show, mm-hmm. um, there's another influence. In addition to Mercury retrograde, mm-hmm. there's something else that has happened astrologically in the beginning of January that is pretty significant. And that is the planet Mars, mm-hmm. the planet of passion, uh, the, the planet of, 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 of activation and and uh, and and motion forward um, action, uh, you know that planet has moved into the sign of Scorpio. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and you know, so so if I if I think if I if I had to describe my show, John, yeah, I, I would probably say that it's it's a it's a heavy Venus influence. Okay, you know, it, Venus is the planet of of balance, partnership, harmony. And and most of my show's themes have have been very Venusian, mm-hmm. love, relationships, yes. twin flames, uh, peace. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even my political leanings kind of veer toward <laughs> Venus. You know, how are we going to relate to one another? And 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 so today we're gonna we're going to kind of we're going to to kind of expand our conversation, our listen listen up conversation, and and explore Mars. It's the planet that activates us. And it's a planet of 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 passion and mm-hmm. and sexuality, but it's sexuality that that connects us to our physical senses and 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 fosters a sense of transcendence through the physical senses into deep deep intimate connection with one another and ultimately with the divine. Mm-hmm. Mm. And especially with Scorpio, yeah, it's going to yeah, yeah. intensify it, right? That, yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm kind of combining those two yes. themes at the same wow. time. So you know what. Mars stirs up within us our our pursuit of justice, mm-hmm. our inner warrior that defends truth and 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 uh, and you know our ego and our own will. Um, it's been associated with the ego, ego actually, and and kind of when someone has a very strong Mars influence in their chart, uh, like you know like an Aries for example, Aries rising, Aries Mars, um, then then a lot of times that person can have a very strong competitive drive. Um, you know, if you think about like Crazy Horse and Joan of Arc and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and, you know, are, are the warriors that are mm-hmm. that are that are fighting for for, you know, the good of, of humanity. That's Mars. That's Mars. An elevated Mars. Mm-hmm. An unelevated Mars is like me first. <laughs> it's a two year old. Uh-huh. And, and actually a Mars return happens every two years. Um, and so when you think about Mars, think about that two-year-old saying, no, me, mine. And, and that, is, that is kind of an unenlightened Mars. Um, so when, when Mars steps into a new sign or ingresses into a new sign and kind of moves in a new direction, then what tends to happen is all of us kind of that, that passion, that, that uh, Mars influence, that inner warrior within us kind of shifts gears a little bit. 
And and so today in our show we're going to we're going to really we're going to talk about that. Mars is also the planet of sexuality. And and so by studying Mars, we we can learn what we like, how we like it, and what turns us on. So Mars and Venus work together in a chart to symbolize our attractions. And Mars is more like that raw passion, like you know the the the, the uh, what you know what the the usually what what we're attracted to that always is in, in our best and highest good. You know, mm-hmm. it's um it's the chemistry in a chart. And so when I'm working with clients in and working with couples in particular, um, and they complain about having no chemistry or there's no passion, often I look at Mars and try to start there and see how we can how we can animate that aspect of of the chart of the composite chart and of the individual charts and and really help to spark something. Um, so um, so today in our sh- our show is in some ways about sex and about passion and about the passion required to stir us to activate our dreams and our goals as we're you know starting out this new year. Um, and uh, and and so. Uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna really dive into Martian themes. Okay. <laughs> uh, but first, let's get starstruck. Yes. Uh huh. Surprise! New year, new new sounds. John, John Williams. He's he never ceases to amaze me. His little his little Gemini moon is just like always full of little surprises, little special touches that I just love. I love. So, um, <laughs> thank you for that, John. I love that when we have little surprises. Um, that's kind of cool. That kind of like transports you, right? Isn't it? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It was like it's kind of uh, uh, galactic sounding. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is mm-hmm. intergalactic. Starstruck. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, starstruck is the segment of our show where we talk about what's happening astrologically this week, so that you can make the most of each day. And and so we we talked we talked a little bit about Mercury retrograde at mm-hmm. the beginning of the show. Mercury is is moving back into Capricorn this morning. The moon's also in Capricorn. And Venus and Saturn are standing side by side. Uh, you know, Venus, the planet of love and relationships and money and and partnerships and Saturn structure, commitment, responsibility, discipline. And so these things are these two planets are standing right next to each other in the side of Sagittarius. Now, um, so um, so this is a day, you know, today mm-hmm. is a day in which we all kind of turn back the clocks and, and finish projects that have been on the back burner. Capricorn is a very practical sign. You know, it, it wants to attend to, it wants to organize your life in such a way that you're like the Capricorn's uh, symbol of the goat, that you're walking steadily up a path, reaching a peak. Mm. Um, and, and so when Mercury inhabits this sign, we all feel a need to attend to details in our lives, um, to organize our, our lives and, and you know, clean out our inboxes mm. and organize our closets and, and clear out our space energetically and physically to make our lives run more efficiently so that we can open up to, to, um, to welcoming um, opportunities and, and realizing some of those goals and those dreams that we're climbing toward. So we tend to be a little bit more serious when the moon's in Capricorn, more interested in in setting building blocks to form structures in our lives. And for many of us, um, especially our mutable signs, our Gemini, 
Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. This is going to relate to relationships for you because Venus and Saturn are in Sagittarius, an immutable sign. Venus is Venus in the sign of Sagittarius is you know is it, it wants freedom, but next to Saturn, it 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 doesn't it doesn't want too much freedom. It wants freedom within a structured relationship. It wants to to know that it's got some kind of boundaries. And, um, and, and, and it's not, and, and, and so under this influence, we're all aware of our need to play, but our need mm-hmm. to play in a sandbox with solid walls, you know, <laughs> like, like to play within a, within something, uh, within a relationship that's got some, some limits. Mm-hmm. It feels safer for us. And, 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 and so there's a lot of focus on the future too. Um, for our fire signs, this is our great influence for taking your relationship to the new level, especially if you're born in the in the in the early part of the sign. So, for example, our Aries. If you're born March 29th, 30th, 31st, this is gonna this is gonna hit you. Um, if you're a Leo, if you're born August you know first through August third or fourth. This is going to be you. And for our Sagittarians, Saturn is right on top of your sun. Venus is right on top of your sun if you're born December 1st through 3rd. So take note if your birthdays fall into one of those times because this is going to this is going to specifically influence you. Then this weekend, we welcome a new moon in Capricorn. And and this new moon illuminates our desires to again Saturn establish structure focus in our lives. Capricorn's symbol is the mountain goat, as we established. If we aim our attention toward the peak, we can stay on our paths, even if the climb may at times feel arduous. Saturn, Capricorn's planetary guardian, is Kronos. It's the father of time. It's the planet of our perceived limitations and the ways in which we move beyond our limits of fear or our childhood histories, or our, you know, like struggles or traumas that we've had, or or relationships that just aren't connecting, or, mm-hmm. you know, situations where we don't have 100% control. Um, and, and so those are those are perceived limitations. And, and we're moving beyond them. Mountains have 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 symbolically uh, has have symbolically represented spiritual peaks, um, and you know if, if dating back way back. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, anytime you see a mountain in a, in religious art or spiritual art or tarot decks, mountain symbolizes you know that that intersection between earth and, and heaven and the divine, and 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 us and and a, and a process by which we achieve or move toward enlightenment, and. And so, um, and so, you know, the goat climbing the mountain for all of us right now is really uh, is is really an opportunity. This new moon, goat climbing the mountain, all of this this is is symbolic of our opportunity right now to move toward our divine selves, to move toward God, if you will. And if that's our focus, and that's where we set our sights then we discipline ourselves toward achieving that aim, meaning we embody a spiritual practice. We seek spiritual community. We, um, we you know, uh, uh, engage in, in, in healing modalities that allow us to clear out any, anything that, that stands in the way from that spiritual center. Um, you know, 
when when we are focused and we are disciplined and we are moving in that direction, then we can experience that mystical experience, that that uh, that sense of oneness between ourselves and all of creation, and 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 the the it's like a deeply embodied sensation that uh, that that we feel within, but we feel connected at the same time. And so, and so that's our opportunity for this new moon. You know, it's it's a deeply physical experience because Capricorn's an Earth sign dealing with our physical reality, mm-hmm. and it's a great time in practical terms. Just like let me break it down for you, the new moon is great for focusing our creative efforts and setting goals. It's a time of intention setting, especially with regard to your ultimate purpose. What do you really want? What is your mission here on the Earth? Get in touch with that this weekend. And, and, and especially for, for those of you who were born in Aries, Libra, Cancer, or Capricorn in the very middle of your sign, like right around the, the 11th through the 14th. This influence is going to touch Pluto and, and the Pluto-Uranus square that's been going on since 2012 and we've talked a lot about on this show. And so the new moon's also going to call into question for us what, what areas in our lives do we need to break free from, um, from obligation, from um, rigid, solid structures of, you know, corporation, government, you know, unhealthy family dynamics? What patterns within ourselves are... Do we, nosy landlords. Yep, nosy landlords. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, what dra- dra- situations of drama are tugging at us and pulling us in different ways, creating tension in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be quite intense for all of us because um, we're kind of closing out. We're kind of, you know, bam, mm. we're closing the chapter on that that Uranus-Pluto square. Um, and so take some time. I really encourage you, if you want to make the most of this influence, because it's going to be big, mm-hmm. take some time to work on your vision boards, to dream, to reflect on your wants, to journal about what you need in order to take your life to the next level, to, to reach a new spiritual peak for yourself in your own life. Mm-hmm. What blocks, what areas of resistance are you facing? What do you need to clear? What's distracting you from that goal? Pay attention to that and kind of just like sit in a, in a space of meditation, being open to, to really hearing what that is for you and, and, and what you can move uh, out of the way to, to, stay, to stay on path. That's this weekend. All right. That's a lot this weekend. Monday, yeah. Monday, Mercury in retrograde is really active, no. which could mean traffic. accidents miscommunications and so you have to give yourself a little bit more time and try not to put pressure on yourself to achieve too much could get frustrated no throwing your computer out the window no throwing your computer no throwing your phone i've been known (laughs) to i've been known to do that i've been known to do that in a in a mercury retrograde just be so frustrated that i break my phone yeah um so um, so you know, uh, so this is this is a this is a day to 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 just flow, mm-hmm. especially our Aries, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, who likes everything happening now. Like you know, make it happen now. Um, you just take some time, take some deep breaths, 
Tuesday's a little bit better with us for us with the new with the moon and Aquarius, rather. No, mm-hmm. uh, we all have some new insights or some new ideas under this influence, and it's not quite time to implement those new ideas. Uh, you know, collect your thoughts and save them for after Mercury's way out of its shadow. Um, our air signs Tuesday night are ready to get out and play. So are our fire signs who, uh, you know, you fire signs might feel a little rebellious, a little ready to stir up some trouble. Speaking of Mars and Scorpio, (laughs) um, if you're single fire signs, or if you've got your, your rising or your moon in a fire sign and you, you know that, you know that about your chart, this is your night. You could possibly meet someone special. So play. Wednesday, the moon and Neptune hang out together in the morning in, in dreamy, foggy, mystical Pisces. And when this happens, you know, we're all feeling a little bit more sensitive as our Pisces mm-hmm. understand very, very well. Very well. Um, and, and so, you know, your, you, your dream state is, is going to be really important. So take note of any dreams. They're, they're, they're providing you with information. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and especially our water signs, Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. All of our emotions are surfacing, especially those related to our past because of the Mercury (laughs) retrograde cycle. So center your dreams into your heart and and trust that that you're in a healing process and that's what's occurring. Then Thursday, we kind of close out our week with Mercury, again, pretty active um, with a nice trine to the North Node and a uh, trine to Jupiter. And so our thoughts with this influence feel very expansive, like anything's possible. We might not necessarily be in touch with all of the realities of life, like mm-hmm. all of the details. Um, and, and so it's important to focus on those. So if everything feels possible, great. Stay in that space. That's amazing for manifesting something incredible um, and for, for manifesting limitless possibilities. But you, can't, um, you cannot have uh, a castle in the sky and no way to get up to it. So mm-hmm. practical, tangible steps and, and strategy. Our water signs might get the opportunity, get, get, get some opportunities that feel like they come with strings attached. So just be very, very discerning about what you're committing to and what's coming into your life at this time. Um, also, this is a day in which communication needs to be clear, honest, direct. Don't hold back. Um, the truth will set you free. And, and we, might, we might all feel a little bit of a break from the retrograde action with this influence, um, but it's not quite finished yet. So, so, so really just, uh, again, be, be, be careful before committing. Um, we have momentary senses of clarity, but nothing, nothing exact, nothing we can hold on to. Um, and, and so if you're, if you're feeling stimulated to, to move or, or, or compelled to action, I just encourage you to, to kind of, um, to, 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 to jot it down, what, what it is that you'd like to do. If you're wanting to leave a relationship or if you're wanting to, to make a big move or, or to get a new job. Um, and you know, this is a day when, when you feel like I got to do it now. I have to move. I have to act. And, and I encourage you just to, 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 to kind of wait and allow a process to unfold. The process is unfolding, but it probably won't be clear for you until we get out of, um, until we get, we get past the retrograde after January 25th. Because uh, right around the 20, on the 23rd, we're going to have a full moon that really illuminates for us a lot of clarity and a lot of truth. So, so hold, hold tight. 
Relax. Hold on for one more day. Breathe. Hold on for <laughs> one more day. Exactly. <laughs> great, great. That's on. <laughs> Wilson Phillips. I love it when he pulls in an old, like, you know, that 90s, 90s, yes. 90s musical interlude. Yes. That's actually a, a recent commercial going on with Geico right now. So. Is it really? Yes. Huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> with Carly. Oh, yeah. we, sh- we, should, we should play that. That's a good song, that song, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a good song. Um, but but the song that we have for right now for our little uh-huh. break is going to gear us up to talk about Mars and Scorpio. <laughs> so hang tight. We'll be right back. Okay.
Hi, it's funny, John. I, I was I was getting in touch with my dude self. <laughs> uh-huh. My my dude, you uh-huh. know, my inner man, my inner Mars. <laughs> I was like accessing Mars and I was like, you know kicking back. Kicking back, uh-huh. putting legs up on the table, <laughs> spreading out, like claiming space. Right. And uh John's like, I'm gonna flash to her. I'm like, no, don't <laughs> well, I'm a prankster today. Oh, he's fun. Isn't John we love John. Mm. Everybody give a big hand for oh, John. Oh, thank you. You hear one hand clapping. No, Thank you, sweetie. Sure. So, welcome back. Today we are talking about Mars and Scorpio. Um, it, you know, so Mars again, planet. We we started with our conversation today, mm-hmm. talking about Mars. Mars is fire. It's sex. It's passion. And it's hilarious. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and I'm like, she's like, "What are you doing your show on tomorrow?" And I said, "I'm going to do my show on on Mars." I said, "But you know, Mercury's retrograde too, so I think I should probably." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud on, on air. I said, so I, I should probably, you know, I said, you know, Mars is the sex planet. And so we're going to uh-huh. talk about sex. Uh-huh. I said, but Mercury's retrograde. She said, well, does that mean my, my vibrator's not going to work? Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's does that good. mean I need new batteries? Right. And I was like, I can't believe you just said that. We were dying. We were laughing so hard. That's a, that's so actually hard. a really funny joke. <laughs> that, that is. I, I can't claim it. It's not mine. Uh-huh. But I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, you know, why, 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 why does Mars and Scorpio, you know, relate to sex? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I will tell you. Mm-hmm. I will share with you all of Mars' secrets. Not well, too bad this is not happening around Valentine's Day, I, right? Well, single you, awareness day. Oh, uh, <laughs> John. Well, we both single, aren't we? So, oh, yeah. yeah. Ha- happily so. Uh-huh. Happily. Exactly. I'm going to own it. I'm going <laughs> to own it. Um, Just so, finding ourselves. Yes, yes I know. It's yes, kind of fun. Yes. I mean, it's like, you know, we get to play. Yeah. I like the freedom. Uh-huh. I love freedom. I hear you. Um, so <laughs> this is what single people tell themselves. Right. I like it. I want this. <laughs> John uh, John doesn't. He's not so happy. Well, you know, I, I mean, eventually. Yeah, I'll have uh, to settle down. It's just been years and years and years of play. So <laughs> we, need, we need a good, like, Taurus, a good solid Taurus mm. for you. Is that what it is? Yeah. Look for Taurus. Yes. Okay. Single, you, all you single folks, mm-hmm. all you single Tauruses out mm. there. John Williams <laughs> is super hot. Oh. And he's a singer oh. and he's creative. Mm. Oh. So, um, okay, so back to <laughs> <laughs> back Mars to, and Scorpio. Now, speaking of Capricorn, I need to stay focused myself. Mm-hmm. So, okay, when when Mars when Mars enters any new sign, we all feel this collectively. Like that that part of within us, the warrior part within us, shifts gears. Mm-hmm. Mars has been in Libra, um, and and <laughs> that sounded like I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> Mars has been in Libra. No, <laughs> yeah. So Mars has been in Libra, and mm-hmm. and under that influence, we you know we've we've been able to to really kind of you know we 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 kind of balance out mm-hmm. um, our you know our any kind of co- any kind of conflict we mediate. There's been a tendency to kind of move toward the peaceful path. Um, okay. It's the way of the peaceful warrior. When Mars enters Scorpio, our uh, everything shifts a little bit, and we all start feeling a little bit a, a little bit different. This is this is a really this is a really powerful placement for Mars. And so that that part of us, that Mars part of us, that warrior part of us, the the passion inside of us, all is getting awakened in new ways. Mm-hmm. 
it's 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 a it's in it's the traditional ruler of Scorpio actually. Before Pluto was discovered, Mars ruled rules Aries, and it also ruled Scorpio. Um, and and Pluto's kind of a high of, higher octave of Mars, and so the energy of of um, passion, of assertion, of our our ego egoic wills, all kind of takes up, kind um, tends to kind of elevate into a higher purpose. And so Mar- when Mars moves through the sign, it's going to be moving through the sign. It started on January 3rd, and it's going to be, it's going to be here until um, March 5th. For these couple of months, we, we really have access to our soul's deeper desires and to our, and to our passion um, and, and to, act, to, to sort of stirring our passion in order to make a difference in the world mm-hmm. and, and to move, again, beyond ourselves into connection with others. Mm-hmm. Intimacy leads to transmutation. Transmutation is 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 shifting of energy, and so it's taking one you know perhaps ch- um, you know challenging influence in our lives, anger for example, sadness, pain, grief, and kind of transmuting it into something that promotes our enlightenment, our spiritual enlightenment, mm-hmm. and promotes healing and growth, and and souls souls evolution. And you were saying earlier about being connected to the North Node. Isn't that about our sole purpose? Or? Yeah, the okay. North Node is mm-hmm. definitely. And that's, um, I was talking about that with relation yeah. to Mercury. Yeah. And Mercury and Capricorn mm-hmm. trining the North Node yeah. at this time. So, yeah. And yeah. being of service, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So... So this this is when 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 Mars is in Scorpio, the there's um you know there's there are also some in some <laughs> let me just uh-huh. take a moment uh-huh. and breathe and breathe. I know I got y'all amped up. He did. It's, it's the like, Pepsi I'm drinking how early much in the morning. Yeah, I know I'm feeling John's like caffeinated <laughs> caffeinated well, energy. You know I had to get rid of that headache and I think it was a caffeine withdrawal. So that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Much better now. Good. I mean, I've been healed in your presence. Oh, <laughs> it's Mars. It's Mars. We're gonna we're gonna bring Mars into the into our room today, mm. and um, so you know what what happens for us um, when we when we animate that part of ourselves, mm-hmm. the Mars part of ourselves, and and when that really comes to life is that we feel empowered, mm-hmm. and we feel a sense of our our own strength. And so that word power is going to be a, a pretty significant key word for you as we kind of move into the next couple of months and as, as this, this really kind of kicks into gear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a sense in which we, we, can, we can sort of let go of, of the parts of ourselves that this is going to get very esoteric. So let me see if I can simplify this. We let go of parts of ourselves. We die actually to parts of ourselves, so that we can be reborn in new ways, mm-hmm. in higher and in, in high, higher spiritual ways. So, for example, if you know, if you are, mm, when I talk about dying to yourself, there there are perhaps dreams that you've had um, that that you've held on to very tightly. And and it and and they might have prevented you from kind of really feeling grateful and feeling appreciative and feeling, you know, uh, a sense of your own future. And so when you let go of those, it often creates space for you in your life to to manifest something else. Mm. I say this because Pluto, uh, Scorpio rather, um, uh, deals with deals with with uh, with obsessions and compulsions and and things that that you that you that you don't want to let go of when mm-hmm. mars when mars is in scorpio our egos are activated and so anything that we want to conquer 
we, we feel that pursuit very intensely. There was a quote by Joseph Campbell was, we must let go of the life we've planned so as to accept the one that is waiting for us. Mm, so mm. I wonder if that's kind of what you're talking about, sort of letting go of, when you say dreams, maybe un- unrealized dreams, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, no. I think sometimes we can have two, two levels of dreams, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. We have the level of dreams, like, for example, if you're... If you're if you're in love with someone, um, mm-hmm. and this I see this a lot in my practice. If mm-hmm. you're in love with someone mm-hmm. who doesn't feel the same way as you, mm-hmm. that's a dream that you're holding on to, uh-huh. but it's not serving you yeah. because it, it might be a distraction, or it might be that you're that you're falling into a pattern of of, of pursuing something that's unavailable or something that's that's not going to not going to not going to really be what you want in the long run, mm-hmm. or or because the other person doesn't want it either. You know, so right. so if if you're you're holding on to or fixed to an ideal yes, or an idea right. or a job uh, like perhaps you have a goal like you want to be an actress uh-huh. but you know but you don't but you get stage fright you know uh-huh, <laughs> like uh-huh. like you know perhaps that that career path is a dream or something that you that's that's an illusion and mm. not really something that's real mm. And so, and so uh, when Mars is in Scorpio, that competitive urge gets fired up and we're like, I want this, it's mine, I'm going for it. And at the same time, we have to, we have to always kind of be open to the way in which the divine wants to work in our lives to, to open up something else for us, um, open up new doors. And so there's a process of letting go. Mm-hmm. There's a process of, of also dying to the, the, oursel- the, the parts of ourselves that are, that are, are steeped in rage and anger and unforgiveness um, because Mars, also, Mars, Mars activates those feelings, those emotions mm-hmm. for us. And so we have to understand how to how to move those emotions through and how to kind of how to kind of push them out beyond ourselves so that we can we can really step into uh, into silence and stillness and peace and forgiveness. Make a good point with the whole idealized thing, because I think with relationships, a lot of times we idealize the person and not really who they are, just who we want them to be. Mm-hmm. And that's who we kind of fall in love with, because we think that they're going to be that kind of person and then. Maybe after three weeks or so, the, or mm. three months, uh, the true colors start coming through, mm. and then you're just like, okay, not the right person. Yeah. Also, I think you know, yeah. th- I think that's true, mm-hmm. and I, I think that there's that ego part of us mm-hmm. has an idea of what we think we should have, yes. or what we think we right, want, right? Um, and it's you know based on what our family told us that we should have, mm-hmm. and and what society tells us is is acceptable, or what we see in movies, exactly, exactly, <laughs> the programming that we receive, from right, movies. right, yeah. right, all of that, yeah. all of that that plays an influence because mm-hmm. it it kind of moves in through our subconscious mind, and and so it, it can be very difficult to separate um, what is what is that egoic. You yes. know, kind of determination and drive, right. and what is our soul's real high higher purpose? purpose. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that we you know that that the, the solution to to di- discerning mm-hmm. what is the difference between those two things is really kind of finding that finding that voice within yourself, finding mm-hmm. the voice of the ego, which is I want. That's that's the two year old voice. Yeah. I want this. It's uh-huh. mine. I need this. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and then also finding finding the you know that that voice of, of wisdom of truth, which is a little bit more subtle, mm-hmm. and 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 often isn't the easy. It's not the easy one to listen to because it's like I I really need to move away from this, or you know it's time to let go of this and and um, and really um, center myself on 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 being open 
to um, to to what uh, what possibilities might lie beyond this set of circumstances. Right. I think that's great because I think readers have that ability to tune in and help people mm-hmm. to get those messages that they're already receiving mm-hmm. or they're already feeling. Yeah, yeah. But then the reader confirms, like yourself, you know, as, yeah. a, as an astrologer and as an intuitive, you'll be able to help confirm those feelings that these, these people are having and then they'll be more apt to let go once they have mm-hmm. that confirmation. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I think we should probably ta- tell people what they really want to hear, which is how is this going to affect your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about it in terms of like, it's, you know, how it's going to open things yeah, up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we've talked about it in the spiritual way. <laughs> but, you know, okay, let's, let's, let's really, let's break it down for All you. All right. All right. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. Um, this is a time of very intense sexual energy. But it's not just physical sensation. Sex becomes a way to access spiritual power, magic. And in fact, um, any Martian... You know, anything that falls within Mars's purview um, also uh, stimulates spiritual power, including conflict. We are all moving toward renewal. So I'm going to go sign by sign. Okay. And if you know your Mars sign, if you know where Mars is in your chart, mm-hmm. then 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 also listen to this in terms of your own your own sex life. Okay. Um, and your own your own uh, you know passion. Um, and if you don't know where your Mars is, you know where your Sun is. So. Listen to that. And if you'd like your chart done, you can reach out to me at Mm listenup.com or reach out to me through Facebook, and I'm happy to send you a copy of your chart. So, Aries, when Mars is in Scorpio, this is a time when your own Mars energy is fired up. So sexually, there's a lot of intensity. You might feel like the desire to get out there, to play, to experiment with new new people, with new partners. If you're single, um, uh, this is a time of uh, where where you might not always feel like everything that you're reaching for or you're chasing is going to come to fruition. Um, uh, but sometimes the pursuit for you, lovely Aries, is is enough, and it's what's exciting. Um, for our Tauruses, Mars is going to be opposing your sun and at some point between now and March. And so when this happens, there can be a sense of, 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 of feeling pulled or feeling tugged in a direction that you don't necessarily want to go. Um, and so situations like conflicts, like, um, you know, conflicts with other people, perhaps compulsions, obsessions, a lot of projections of your of, of, of things that you can't see about yourself um, get pushed onto other people at this time, especially your romantic partnerships. And 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 so in the midst of this, like, you know, your sex, sex is, can be one of your outlets uh, under this influence. Like this is actually a pretty powerful time for you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a time of, of, of dynamic energy, of passion. Gemini's, um, there's, you know, this is not an energy that really is feels very comfortable for you a lot of times, um, because because you know Mars is you're 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 like the playful, fun, communicative, uh, you know, jovial planet of like the childlike planet of the of the so, or, uh, sign of the of the zodiac, and 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 Scorpio is is very intense. It pulls people down. It kind of intensifies everything, and so you you're you're here. In, in your relationships, in your friendships, in, in, in your, your partnerships, to, to keep things light, keep things fun, remind, remind people to have a sense of humor. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and I would say that, that you, know, you don't want to get caught in anybody's web. So this is a time to, to really emphasize freedom for yourself. 
Um, cancers, cancer, this is a passionate time for you. Um, and, and so if you're single and you're kind of looking for relationships, um, Mars and Scorpio, it's in a very complimentary sign, um, uh, fires up your creative, your creative and, 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 and passionate juices and, and kind of, uh, urges you to, to move out beyond yourself and, and really kind of step outside of your comfort zone and really connect with other people, especially if you're a cancer with a cancer at Mars. Wow. Hot, <laughs> hot, hot. Uh, you know, Leo, Leo, uh, there's, th- this is a time of, of dynamic tension for you. Um, when, when you're, you're having to really recognize a sense of your own power, your own authority. Um, this, this, when, when Mars squares your natal Mars or when Mars squares your sun, there can be a lot of passion. There can be a lot of a sense of like, I want to go out and, you know, and, and, uh, and, um, animate this drive and, and, you know, and, and, and connect with somebody in a very passionate way. Um, at the same time, for you, it, again, keeping, keeping yourself in a, in a sense of freedom, keeping yourself out of any kind of compulsion, fixed, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, focus is going to be really important. Um, but it's also a time when, when, you know, if you have any conflicts with your special someone, then, you know, the makeup sex can be really fun. <laughs> um, Virgo, Virgo, when, when this, this actually is, is pretty nice for you because it, it's going to really enforce your, reinforce your drive, your sense of moving forward, making, making strides in your life. Very important, um, for, for, for pursuing goals in terms of your relationships. This can be a lot of passion as well. Um, and so it could be very hot as we move into the winter. Um, Libra, um, this is a sign that's that's adjacent to yours, and so and so this is this is really for you about recognizing your own value. Because um, when uh, uh, there's a there's a there's a lot of, of of really standing up, and and you know you have the opportunity to really assert yourself in a lot of situations and put up some boundaries so that you're always reinforcing what it is that you want, what it is that you need. This isn't always comfortable for you. Conflict avoidance. Venus ruled Libra signs. Um, at the same time, this is this is a very important healing process. This is a growth opportunity. Scorpios, do I even need to? You know, like forget <laughs> it. Are you gonna leave the bedroom? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> John's been sitting on that sound effect. He's been waiting. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Scorpios, forget it. You, you're, we're just, we're just, you're just gonna be. At, I hope you have a fireplace. I hope you have a refrigerator and a fireplace in your bedroom, because <laughs> this, you know, from now until March, you're just gonna be in hibernation. Uh, with they won't that, leave the hotel suite. Yep, with mm. that special someone honeymoon time. Mm. Honeymoon, Sagittarius, Sagittarius. You know, this, this is this kind of like um, this, this influence for you. It, it, it's like stop and go. It's like I want to, you, you want to move forward. You want to, you want to make commitments because again, Saturn's in your sign venus is right there next to it at the same time there's a sense of like there's that that tension between i want my freedom and i want to commit i want my freedom i want to commit back and forth back and forth and so for you um you know allow yourself to to kind of go back and forth don't 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 force yourself um uh capricorn uh great for you you're kind of the you you've got a reputation among astrologers as the horny goat (laughs) So, you know, that's well, that's kind of what I see. That's kind of what I foresee for you for the next couple of months. Aquarius, again, tension, tension, dynamic tension that moves you toward toward uh toward commitment in your relationships, but it's going to be a long process. Well, that's where my Aquarius 
Uh, my, your my Mars moon, is? My Mars, Mars is in Aquarius. Oh. 13 degrees. Ah. In the 10th house. Ah. Okay. So for you, it'll, it'll manifest itself in work. Mm-hmm. Tension that, that leads to growth. <laughs> leads okay. to mo- motion forward. Slow. Okay. Not easy, but yeah. amazing at the end. Okay. And then for Pisces. Mm-hmm. Hot, hot, hot. Very passionate. Um, when when the moon's and when the Mars is in Scorpio, it it's it kind of stirs within you the desire to to um, to have mystical experiences in your love life, and so it's a very passionate, very very in- intense time. And you did it all, and I know, and just to f- I know, I was like, yeah, I was watching the time. clock. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. So thank you, yeah. thanks, John. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening. That is our show. If you have any more questions about Mars, about Mars and Scorpio, if you'd like to to ha- find out where your Mars is in your chart, feel free to reach out um, on my Facebook page, tweet me, email me. Um, I look forward to hearing from all of you. And have a one-on-one session with Rachel. It's life-changing, seriously. Thank you, John. And just do it. Just Thank do you. it. It's the time. It's a new year. It's a great time to be, to, to be doing that. So. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to, to send a, f- a shout out to all of my creative team. You know who you are. You're amazing. And I appreciate the way you show up for me every week. Aww. Much love and have a wonderful, blissful week. Happy New Year. <laughs>